The War Scourge is coming back. What you need to do to get ready to get your stars on Red Hulk. There's a player-friendly event that just ended and another one on the way. Are we in Bizarro World in Marvel Strike Force right now? But you should still be hoarding everything because of these unannounced events. We're discussing this and more with my brother Run7. So if you're ready for that, brother Run7, tell him what to do. Let's go smash it. Valley Flyer. Hello, Valley Maniacs. Welcome back to the Valley of Flying channel. Valley of Flying, I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're ready for Red Hulk. We're discussing his event and a lot more in this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. We do this every single week, and if you haven't already subscribed, hit that subscribe button for more great Marvel Strike Force content with news videos, gameplay, tips, tricks, everything to help your Marvel Strike Force experience. And this week, I am joined by my brother Run7. How are you, Run? Great, what's up, Valley? What is up? I gotta thank you, and I gotta apologize to everyone if uh, the audio sounds a little different. My mixer broke yesterday, and I wasn't even sure we're gonna do this news video, and Run was here for the last minute, so thank you for being available. How have you been, my friend? I've been doing great, I've been doing great. How, how's the holidays been treating you? They were pretty good. Got to yeah. spend some time with family, relax nice. a little bit. Took some time off of MSF. Well, not MSF, but making oh. content for MSF. Okay. So <laughs> back. You, um, and, and yeah, you can't put down your phone. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can't put down your phone. <laughs> you got to take every opportunity to hoard those materials, you know? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, are, have you hoarded enough for Red Hulk? Because he is coming back. He's coming back today. His event is coming back today. Well, I... I'm kind of uh, a little bit nervous. I didn't do as good as I wanted to the first time around on Red Hulk. He turned out to be a little bit squishier than I expected, and I mm. wish I would have got another star on him. And so I'm going to be pushing a little bit harder. The problem is, is that the first time around, I invested in the Asgardians, and that's what kind of carried me through. And now mm. we know that it's more like uh, maybe Thor, but you can invest in some others instead. Yeah. And so... I'm kind of at this point where I don't know, do I want to do I want to push my hero as guardians, which everybody is telling me is probably going to be a waste? Or do I um, want to go back into some of those other teams and do like select tunes? And I'm not really sure. I kind of feel like I already invest in the hero as guardians. I might just bump them up another notch and see how I do. Yeah, I think the best thing you're going to get out of the potential scourge value because they don't hold very good on war defense. They don't hold very good on crucible defense. So I'm not sure what the point is if if they're not even valuable in scourge right now. But there are certain characters like you mentioned, Thor, that's very good. Now, just out of curiosity, as you can see, I only got a five star in my Red Hulk last time what did you get on your red hulk i got five stars so okay yeah. all right so we'll, we'll i really pushing. wanted to push for that sixth i wanted to too but uh, i think we're gonna push this time hopefully i could get a six or I, I think i will get a six but hopefully i could get a seven get them done and uh with these pieces here uh that are in the milestones that we're going to talk about hopefully i could uh, get a very very strong red hulk now uh any last minute prep that you are doing because as we see in this blog post this event starts a little later today so as you are watching this you may the event may already be going on is there any last minute prep that you're recommending not just for the heroes guardians or wave Avengers, but for some of these other nodes that might be challenging for people, like some of these skill nodes or some of the Avengers nodes, what are what are you doing other than your uh, Hero as uh, Guardians or Wave One Avengers? So, so I'm not doing anything else because my my catching point was the As Guardians. I think it was Node Five that was causing me the problems, and okay. so that's really what I'm looking at. And it'll probably be I'm going to bring up my my Green Hulk is what I'm going to 
pour into because that's a safe place to invest for yeah. that the rest of my roster was doing just fine so okay and and my my motto is if it ain't broke don't build it <laughs> gotcha that that makes sense now uh are you shooting are you going to push for a six or are you trying to get a seven on this run that's going to beat my old score okay. whatever that was I'll, I'll take a look at, at at some of the old uh videos and stuff and i'll just see what my old score was and try and beat that which shouldn't be hard because if i remember right i was just busy during that event it came at a time when things were going on and i couldn't push hard i think i only did two attempts at it mm. one to get in and one to really lock in like a decent high score which turned out to not be that good so um i should have no trouble beating my old score especially since i've built up some of my roster i'll go back and check out some of the other content creator videos and stuff and see what i can do to really maximize my gameplay but of course remember when these events come back around a lot of people aren't pushing as hard because maybe they got real high stars on it or or something like that so the second time around you don't have to push hard third time around is even better because there's a lot of people who aren't even in that in that bracket anymore they get removed so i'm right. hoping that it'll just naturally just organically get a better score I, I, I hope so as well. Or, uh, hey, if you don't want to push on this event, guys, you know, based on what we did with Morgan Le Fay and with uh, Rogue, that you can buy some shards for him or get some shards and orbs for this character. So uh, if you don't want to push, no, no worries on that one. But uh, we do have another event for Red Hulk coming in, and it is this War Scourge event. We finally have a timer on this, and that is when you could get that Awaken abilities for Red Hulk. If you have a Gamma team strong enough, you could get that new costume for Red Hulk. Uh, what are you looking to do with this? Are you just looking to get the Awaken abilities for Red Hulk, or do you have your Gamma team all the way at gear 17 with all that ISO 8 on them ready for the hardest level of this War Scourge? Um, the costume isn't important to me, so I didn't <laughs> want to waste any teal gear going there. I do really want those awakened abilities, though. I think those are going to be important. Yeah. We've got, um, you've got a huge focus boost coming out of his passive, and then you've got the removing the revives on the adjacent, which... I don't know if that's going to completely remove Dorm from the arena. Dorm, Dormammu is still an incredibly powerful character with his stun, his charges, his team heal, all that stuff. But that is really going to take the wind out of his sails, the, the, the team revives. And the way that we place our characters on defense is going to change up altogether too in the arena so i think this is going to be pretty impactful and i'm definitely going to be pushing for it i think it's really important now what do you think this is going to do to the arena meta is this going to change up the teams we use uh do you think dormammu like you said is going to fall totally out of the meta uh because no now we got three horsemen with awakened abilities or after this event we'll have three horsemen with awakened abilities red hulk morgan lefay and rogue are we going to see that combination those three and then maybe a weaver and dormammu or something else and as far as arena meta or is it going to still be diverse in your opinion? The arena meta always surprises me. <laughs> I I never I'm never able to guess what's coming next. And then you know you talk to about to, to different people that are in newer arenas and things like that, and what's going on in there. You know I hear people. There's still Eternals being used in the arena. There's still people running full Darkhold in some arenas in these in these newer ones. Uh, so you never know. But for at the at the top where this is coming into play, I think it's. I think Dormammu is the one who's going to be dramatically impacted. Also, I think that focus boost is going to change things with MLF. It's going to take out some of that RNG, which, mm. um, uh, you know, that's that's going to help a lot. Also, you know, there was, you know, we'll get to floor 94 in the tower, but there's oh still RNG going on in there. And so that that focus boost is, is pretty huge. So 
I mean, for sure, you're going to see Red Hulk everywhere with his awakened ability. But who who people are putting on defense now that Red Hulk is going to be on offense, too? Um, that's going to be questionable. I'm, and I just don't know. Like I said, Arena always surprises me. And it's fun for me. I avoid all the videos on how to because I like going in and experimenting and seeing what works and figuring it out for myself. So I'm looking forward to this coming into the game. Yeah, that, that is a cool game mode that you can experiment with, unlike Crucible or War, where it's like final with all that stuff. Now, gotta you, get it right. You do, <laughs> you it's so frustrating. Right. It's, you make one wrong move in a battle, like, oh, shoot, that screwed up the whole Crucible uh, thing. I, I could have went 2-0, or I could have won that match, but yeah, one wrong move does nope. that. Now you... Oh, I'm sorry. What, what is it? Now, Valley, are, are you using all five of your arena attacks every day since that? Nope. Um, nope. <laughs> since we don't have to do arena, I just kind of make sure I'm in the top 20 usually. Oh, and you, a lot you of go times, a lot me. of times things things get slow in the arena, and I won't even have to do an attack, and I'll be like, "This is great. I'm just not going to bother." Um, so. I'm I'm curious how fast and furious things are going to get as people start uh, un unlocking this. Awakened I am ability. as well. I, I feel like in my arena shard, a lot people are, are a lot less people are attacking during that. So I, I'm a little cons more conservative than you. I'm making sure that I'm inside the top uh, 50. If I'm inside mm -hmm. top 50, I'm happy. If, if I fall out, I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta do some attacks. So like the next day, I'll do like three attacks, and then I'll be back to doing like one or zero for most well, of the time. Well, you're in one of the original arena shards, aren't you? One of those yeah. day one arena shards. Yeah, it was, an, it, was an, it was in a beta shard. So mobile gamers in that yeah. shard. There's a few other okay. longtime content <laughs> creators in that shard. Now you did mention this focus boost for Red Hulk, so I do wanna I do wanna ask you about Morgan Le Fay because one of the reasons Morgan Le Fay had that skirmish tag was because of the focus everybody mm -hmm. looked at her kit said yes striker's the best class for morgan lefay but they have, a lot of people put striker uh, skirmisher because they need that extra focus do you think this switches her class back to striker now that you're gonna get some extra focus from red hulk i'm already running mine as a striker and oh like you're, you're 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 and so advanced this just helps this just helps encourage that 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 ISO class. And this is something we have to watch out for too, because Archangel's next. He's the one that's gonna get the awakened abilities and we don't know what those are. What are they gonna put into Archangel's kit that's gonna change him and make him differently and affect the ISOs that we're using on a team? And it could they could literally put anything they want into his awakened ability. And a lot of mm. people are complaining that Archangel doesn't even feel that amazing and that yeah. maybe even Nemesis should have been the legendary character because he seems like one of them. But um, I don't know. I mean, I got the red stars on my Archangel now, and he's hitting pretty hard. I, I, he's definitely legendary, and, and his passive ability, of course, for raids and stuff. Um, well, but but I'm curious to see how that changes. Based on this passive ability, everything it says Death Seed, just put Horseman in there as well. That's right. So he's going to have that. He's going to be healing. He's going to get more armor, crit chance. They're all going to get that stuff. And I'm not sure if it's a special that goes to Death Seed. Yeah, so he's going to give clear negative effects with this special for not just Death Seed, but uh, Horseman as well. So that's mm -hmm. that's just based on what they did with Morgan Le Fay and Rogue and Hulk. That's what it should be for Archangel. But I want to talk about another character that everyone got and is in the arena meta right now. The 4,000 Weaver Shards. Not okay, everyone. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> everyone strike past three and above at the time that this went out got 4,000 Weaver Shards. I still hope they're going to give retroactively give those back to one and uh, strike past one and two. But since it's been so long, do you think they're going to retroactively give 4,000 to those players as well? No, there's two different ways uh, they can go about uh, it. 
they could put her into a calendar for new players like they did. I think it was Captain Marvel a while back. Mm. Um, different, different characters that they kind of advertise, hey, come play Marvel Strike Force and you'll get this really good character if you play for 30 days. Yeah. And that's something that they could do to really promote this game. And none of us are going to care because we already got her, you know, yeah. it'll let new players jump in and really compete. And then everybody who's under Strike Pass 3 or whatever missed out on those shards could get in on that calendar. Um, and it would be and that would really level out the playing field and draw people to the game. But I don't know if they're going to do that. They might just start selling her offers like crazy to everybody else who wants to get her and get up to the level but it really sucks for people who are at commander level 69 and in arena shards where there's lots of people between 65 and 75 in their arena shard and now they're going up against seven star weavers and they barely unlocked theirs and and it it does that is not fair gameplay at all and i don't and it's no. frustrating to me that they're not even talking about it. They just avoid that conversation altogether. Yeah, that was mentioned a lot. They, they handled it right away for people in Strike Pass 3, but did nothing for Strike Pass 1 and 2 to make the playing field even. But I guess I guess it would still suck if you're like a new player today and you're like, oh, I don't have any of these stuff. But um, as far as what this 4,000 shards has done to the arena meta, what have you noticed it doing to the arena meta? Has it affected it at all, in, in your opinion, from what you've seen? Uh, my Red Hulk doesn't accidentally kill her on the opening move, and that's fantastic. That's it's almost working better for me in Crucible, or um, it, when I or in Arena when I use him into her, and you know he smashes her the first time and it removes the revive, and he smashes her the second time and she goes away, and she doesn't revive. And that's fantastic, whereas before a smaller Weaver would die on that first hit and just be revived and that was frustrating. So it works out better for me, but as people decide, hey, the only difference between my Weaver and everybody else's Weaver is how many red stars is on her. I mean, she's she's that strike character, so we've got to put the teal gear on her. Yeah. So I I am going to take her to seven red stars as soon as possible. We got yeah. her before we were supposed to. I think she's got a lot of long-term viability. Her technique is completely unique from anybody else's. We're using her everywhere. She's powerful everywhere. So I'm going seven red stars. Now you're going seven red stars. Is that something you're recommending as well? Or is that just something you're doing and everybody do what they want? I I think it's a safe bet. And I have trouble recommending seven red stars on anybody. Yeah. But every once in a while, you come across a character that's really powerful and that you have access to like a Gamora or if you if I would have known how powerful Kestrel was going to be mm. I would have probably got red stars on her a long time ago because she's she's still being used a lot so when you know that a character is powerful that those red stars are going to be powerful and that she's going to stay in the in the meta for a long time that's when you want to capitalize on it we got her ahead of schedule she's incredibly powerful she has a very unique maneuver she has a three-man team so we could be seeing other tangled members come to her team doing things mm. i think there's a lot of possibility for her in the future so i'm going seven do what you want I definitely go six i think i think everybody can agree that six is great yeah but but i i think that seven is a, is a safe bet as well all right i like it i like it and uh eventually gonna need to and you're gonna build her up anyway she's a horseman she's required right. or, or she's, she's not a horseman but she's required for apocalypse she's in that mm -hmm. strike team required so you're, you're gonna have to build her up anyways so i i I'm, I'm think you, you're, you're making me think maybe I should do that seven star on her. So Weaver is uh, good. And we got a good event going on right now in uh, the game. This war zone milestones, which 
I did the calculations and I thought, oh, this is a pretty friendly event, but we're getting two for every uh, energy that we spend. We're getting two gamma bomb orb fragments. I did my calculations based on one. So this is even friendlier than I thought. What are your overall thoughts of this Warzone milestone? Oh, I'm liking it so far. I think that at first they said select campaign notes and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Everybody I was farming for whatever reason happens to have those orbs in there. So I'm like, great, I can just keep doing my regular farms and it's working for this event. Um, it gives me more, it's just, it's just more bonus stuff. And yeah. I think it's great. And I think, I think all of the Doom chapters are included in this. All the hard heroes chapters are included. And I think all the hard villains chapters are included on in this as well. And guys, if you want to confirm, if there's other nodes that you're not sure, if you want to go, make sure you go into your gamma bomb orbs, you open them and uh, you get some some good stuff but when you look in here you open go find you can see all of the campaign nodes that have this stuff and if you look at we have some of the newer nodes we have a lot of the doom nodes i think there's all of them and we have all i think of all the heroes and all the hard uh, villains as well so very very good selection that they do this uh remember back in the day when they did these events it would be like nodes and you'd be farming stuff that you didn't need Mm -hmm. yeah that was horrible that's, that's worse. honestly they they put so many nodes with this gamma bomb shards in it that i don't know why they just didn't do every node with it um, yeah so yes uh, i don't know so i i don't know i'm not as in touch with the new players as i should be so i don't know if this is as useful for new players coming to the game right now they might be farming some of those earlier nodes and they need a character they need something that doesn't have them in it but for sure the late game players this is great yeah, I, I think it's a very, very good thing that they did it. Now, there's also some Blitz milestones associated with this. Uh, and as far as the calculations with this, it looks to complete all the Blitz milestones over on the web. About four rotations per day or less. That's going to give you 36,000 points, which is uh, 18 of these orbs, which, again, pretty friendly. I think the cutoff for me on these Blitz events, if they're really, really grindy or friendly, is at four. This, if you have right. to do more than four rotations, it's pretty grindy. I don't like it. It's if, if it's less than four rotations per day, I think it's pretty friendly. What's your opinion on these Blitz Milestones? So normally with Blitz Milestones, if it's, a, if it's a good event, if the rewards are good, I'll set a two hour timer. And if I'm free when the timer goes off, I'll do the Blitz. If not, I don't. That's as hard as I ever push for anything. Okay. Most, most of the time, like for this event, I think I'm in that that rare bracket because I was extreme hoarder, uh, and we'll talk about that later. But um, because I did extreme hoarding and saved over the blitz credits from the from the from the pre the Sif blitz and everything, yeah. Uh, I think I make that bracket where I only have to do two rotations a day or something oh, nice. like that, and I can nice. pretty much clear it. But I, that's because I saved everything. So, but yeah, I think four rotations gets everything done. You don't have to worry about it. You just play the game normally, and, and four rotations a day isn't a big ask for this. Yeah, and especially on a day like today when we have all these uh, challenges in the game that we get all this extra blitz energy, way easier to do uh, extra wins and things like that. So, uh, how many how many have you done so far? I think I've done three rotations. So. I guess I'm averaging oh a little um, less, little I'm less slacking than today. 2000. I'm, I'm definitely slacking today. I don't know where I'm at on the on the on the. I know. I know. Point. I've done. I've done three so far. That's all I've okay. got. To oh, name. oh, you know what? I'm on, I'm on milestone 14. I remember now. I'm on milestone 14. Last time I checked. So okay. I'm right where you are. Okay, so yeah, I haven't even done my full four and uh, we're most of the way there already. So yeah, uh, yeah very, very good event. How are, is it confusing that we're playing Marvel Strike Force with two like really, really friendly events in a row? Yeah, it does feel unusual, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it does. <laughs> now, one of the good things about this event, one of the big scarcities that I have in the game is these catalysts, this teal catalyst, and especially this one here. If we scroll all the way to the top, it's very easy to find because Archangel needs it, he doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. It's all these focus catalysts. Now, Pathfinder was on last week. He was missing a lot of this stuff too. We're talking to chat this morning. They were missing a lot of these focus catalysts in particular. How are you with your focus catalyst? Is it just me, Pathfinder, or some of the chat, or are you missing this stuff as well? Is this, is this a game thing that we're going through? I think I have over 2,000 of this okay. teal. Okay. Let me... What, what are, are you not upgrading your characters? Why do you have so much? No, I'm, I'm going through. In fact, I asked you about it the other day. I was going through yeah. it and trying to find those teal catalysts. Uh, or, and, and trying to find the stuff that I missed. Yeah, okay, I have uh, 1,100 of the teal catalysts. Okay, okay. And That's... so <laughs> I, I was kind of looking through it, and I don't know why, because we've got three different nodes that we can farm them on. We got Doom 4-5, Heroes 4-3, and Villains 3-9, all of which contain those bonus uh, uh, Gamma Bomb orbs, by the yep. way. Yep, yep. And, and so we can, we can farm those, and they're appearing in the store, although here's the thing. I noticed that they rarely appear in the store, and I don't want to spark off some conspiracy nonsense with appearance rates or drop rates or anything like that. But I'm never, almost never, buying them out of any of the stores that they appear in. So I don't know what's up with that, but they just don't seem to show up for me. So maybe there's something there, but I think it's just that we have, you know, anytime that there's an influx of characters or something like that, then it happens, and we're all trying to push the, the teal gear on our different horsemen and stuff. We've We've got an event coming up where you want to have your 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 gamma team all in their teal gear and you want to all, all the different things. So people are adding gear and running out. And I think that's just how it goes. So if this is intentional, I don't think so. If they even realize it's happening, then they're going to capitalize on it by selling us offers and not really doing anything about it. All right. So, yeah, this could be this could be one of the major bottlenecks here. I didn't notice this was a bottleneck until I started building up Archangel. I'm like, wait, I'm running out of this one piece in particular. I didn't notice it was farming, uh, popping up in my store, but ever since Archangel was released and started building them up, I've been looking in every store. I don't see this stuff. This this yeah. this doesn't pop up for me a lot. So I think the only place I could farm that is, or get some of this, is in these, or opening these orbs, which uh, I gotta be very selective which orbs I open because uh, we got some surprise milestones. Uh, and I was opening a lot of my raid credits so I could get some of this uh, raid gear but uh, we got a surprise milestone uh, based on war, uh, raids. We got this, the Raid of Fortune event. It's uh, It started a couple days ago, or it starts tomorrow, and you're gonna get shards for Rebirth, Bionic Avengers, and Death Seed. Now, there's a couple ways to look at this. Like, this is a unplanned event. We need to start, this is a scam, or this is some free stuff. You know, so I guess uh, the way to look at it, if you're if you're trying to get all these milestones and you want to complete every single milestone in a game, this feels bad. But if you're just looking at, hey, I could get milestone six or seven and uh, not do anything other than what I'm doing, it's just free stuff. How do you interpret this Rate of Fortune event? Uh, I'm not sweating it because my mailbox is full. I learned oh. my lesson. I hoard everything now, yes. so I am. I'm loaded with those raid credits in my mailbox. I'm ready for this event. I'm going to be pushing to get those U.S. agent shards. Um, I wait. So you, it, it doesn't phase me. Milestone 18. Wow, you're going hard on this one. Yeah, I'm going to. Well, I'm I'm ready for it. So if if any free to play player is in a position to go hard on this, it's me, and I'm I'm going to be pushing my best. I'll let you know how far I get. 
but uh, I, I, I definitely want to go as hard as I can. I, I kind of learned my lesson from the last one as well. I was saving all of my raid uh, raid rewards, and then I ran out of that focus catalyst. So I was like, I need some teal focus catalyst. Let me open some of these. I'm crossing my fingers that there wasn't a raid event coming up, and there was a raid event coming up. So uh, I guess I just got to be patient. Don't build up characters. Hold off of that focus catalyst and just hoard everything in case we get an event like this coming up. But yeah, I... The way I interpret this, I'm not going to get all this stuff because I opened some raid stuff. It's not a good feeling. I don't like that they do this. Uh, but I do got to give a shout out to Archangel because apparently he got this last minute as well. And he was really pushing for this blog to be really sooner than later. So we have a few extra days to prep rather than getting this last, last minute. So um, good stuff. On and there. you know what? I mean, Reddit's blowing up over this. They're so <laughs> angry and everything. And I'm like... You guys, you just know this is the game that we play. We hoard now. And if yeah. I mean, I don't know what to tell people, but it's not it's not changing. Scopely's not doing anything about it. They're not messaging us about any changes coming. They said a long time ago that they don't want people hoarding. And yes. I've, I've heard people say that they they secretly do want us to hoard, but I don't see how that works. I don't see how this benefits them when people hoard things in their inventory. Fair. It makes it very hard for them to bring out new orbs, new materials to be used in game because there's some of the player base, which is going to just open up all of that stuff all at once and have kind of this huge leap ahead. So it's hard for them to control things when they have people hoarding. It would be in their best interest to do away with the mailbox the way it works. And instead, when we when we uh, achieve a, a raid milestone or something, it just goes into our inventory. No, and I don't want that. A, I don't want that. <laughs> we receive a notice that says we got it. And, and you can't hoard. And that would be the end of it. And it would put everybody on an equal footing and you wouldn't have to worry about what's in your mailbox. Yeah, back in back in 2019, they had an orb avalanche event. And I was trying to find the exact message, the exact quoting. And, and may have not been able to find it because it may have been posted in an Envoy chat. But back then, Cerebro said, uh, hey, we we're, don't plan to have these events going on. You could open all your orbs. And since then, we've had many, many hoarding events. Now, I don't think the intention of devs is to, hey, have the players hoard their stuff. I think they want us to be like, hey, you want to complete the event? Spend more money. But for the players that want to try to use their resources as value as, as and get as much value from it as possible, uh, you're gonna hoard, so I, I think that's kind of an unintended event of them trying to get more profits. But uh, I'm, I'm not as upset about this as I was initially. But yeah, I, I don't like this. I don't like these unannounced events. Uh, if, if I'm gonna have to claim then uh, claim my stuff, then I, I, that's fine. Now, one of the big issues that this brings up is one of the bugs that's happened. This button right here. I don't want to actually accidentally don't hit look this at button. it, Valley. No, yeah. We shouldn't even be talking about it. It could just go off in your All face. Right. You never know. All right, I'm gonna be brave here. Hopefully, it doesn't, it doesn't screw up everything. I did not hit it, guys. But we're talking about this claim all button where you get all your rewards claimed all now how much of a problem is this claim all button when we're having these kind of events that i guess weren't designed to hoard but effectively are getting us to hoard right uh how hard would it be for them to remove that button or put a secondary catch like are you sure you want to do this message something like that how hard would that be for them to do i don't think it'd be very hard at all but they aren't doing it so 
I don't know. Maybe that's their solution to this problem is that accidentally we claim all, all once in a while. Yeah, it, accidentally. It's not It's not just yeah. claiming it for us. It's uh, we, we accidentally pushed it. A lot of people are claiming that they didn't even touch the button and it just claimed all on them or something. I don't know. There it's was, never happened to me, but... It happened to me twice. It hasn't happened a long time, but it happened to me twice. And I know a lot of people, I know mobile gamers happened like recently, mm -hmm. twice them as well. So uh, it kind of sucks. And I think this was done because they have all these web milestones now. And if you look at it, when we get claim these web milestones, there's like 20 new messages in our box. And I think it's designed for those, but there's other rewards like these raid completion milestones, these web milestones that I want to get the energy at certain times. I want to get these raid credits at certain times to get into injection for some of these events. I think, uh, you know, the, I think what the best thing would be if they, and this isn't my suggestion, many people have made us in the past, having having an advanced option so you could turn this on, turn this off. And there I think go. that that'd be yeah. the easiest, easiest thing for this. Yeah. All right. So hopefully they do that. Hopefully they're listening. Hopefully they take that word of advice. But we have a new character coming. We had inbox message that this guy, Snake, I mean, Spider, uh, Agent Venom is coming to Marvel Strike Force. Uh, and, and you know, G.I. Joe was a Marvel comic, so Snake Eyes is in the MCU. Or, sort, or maybe not MCU, the Marvel Universe, not the MCU, not the okay. cinematic universe, but yeah. So what are your, what is your hype level right now for Agent Venom? We got the inbox message pretty recently that he is coming. What's your hype level for this team to be able to complete that rebirth team? Uh, I, so I'm going to be pushing into 3.4, 60% and hopefully soon 3.5. Okay. I need the rebirth team to do that. My 1 million uh web warriors is not cutting it anymore so i'm pretty hyped about the rebirth team their stats are amazing they are re at four by four they do what web warriors do at seven by four they're they're just they're they got great stats and they they work in a different way it looks like a fun team this uh agent venom just looks fantastic he looks like his his ultimate when it crits you know double the damage it just looks crazy good I'm excited Lots. for the team. I don't think that many people need to be building this team. Of course, everyone should always get as many stars on new characters as they possibly can when they come out. But I think for a lot of people, if you have a 900 or 1 million web warriors and you're in 3.3 or below, you're going to be just fine. There's no rush to you know get this team going. But man, they look like a lot of fun to me. So I'm excited about it. And I think this this guy just looks crazy cool to me. Okay, I, so, I do wish the symbiote tag was more valuable than just being there. Yeah, maybe down the road it'll mean something. It might be there like the uh, Madeline Pryor passive that mentions Phoenix. It has nothing to do with what they're trying to do, but just mm -hmm. gives it kind of that flavor to right. give that in there. Now, you know, I, I, I do no, have a question. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a question for you. You mentioned Web Warriors in Doom. I'm using the Web Warriors and Gamma. Are you also using Gamma Team in Doom? Yeah, with with little success. I see uh, a lot of people say that they use Gamma to get through Node 2. Yes. And I I have gotten through Node 2 with my Gamma team. And I've okay, also failed okay. just as often. So I usually just kind of, I, I go into Node 2 with my Web Warriors because I got pretty decent at getting through it with the Web Warriors. Okay. And then um, if they fail, then I just go in with Gamma and clean it up. Like I'll back out okay. quick before I lose everybody. And then I'll, I'll go in with Gamma and clean it up. 
And, and that's usually what I do, but um, I'm seeing a lot of other people using the Rebirth team with Red Hulk. We see a lot of those videos out there. Rebirth team with Red Hulk and raids, and they're crushing it. Oh, oh. Rebirth and Red Hulk, that's, that's even better. Now, what I did with my Rebirth, I'm not sure if this will help you, uh, they should be all healers for the raids. Now, I'm kind of lazy to make, uh, to switch Red Hulk back and forth, but I got ISO 8-4 and all these characters on their normal things, but uh, for the raids, healer has helped. Once I did switch their ISO 8, they were reliably uh, cleaning up that node. Now, not always oh, one shot again. Okay. They're, they're pretty, they're just, a lot of times I have to have the web warriors come and clean up like one or two characters, but mm -hmm. they're they're getting all the way through Dark Phoenix and beating that stuff. Well, with I need to try so. that then because I have, I set up the uh, ISO blue three healer for the entire team for a crucible defense because it's, I like running them as all healers in crucible, especially oh. when you pull Red Hulk off the team and throw in like Captain America or something for a, a different defense. And they work great as all healers. They're really stubborn and people underestimate that. So since I've already got that ISO, I'm going to try and take them through try the races. Try, to, try to do, do next Doom Raid. Try to do the next Doom Raid. Uh, okay. I got to thank, thank Juicy, who's always on stream and is uh, oh, leader yeah. in my alliance for helping <laughs> me with that. Um, he's the one that told me how to beat that uh, node there. But yeah, let's get back to, to this. the community assistance crew there, yeah. He's like he's like the uh, the most valuable member of the community that's not a content creator, I think, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> why why is he making more content? He's freaking awesome. All right, but with that said, you know, if your web warriors and gamma are fine in a doom raids right now, what is the actual rebirth? What is the actual value of rebirth? right now obviously in the future they're going to be the main team they're better than the web warriors for the raids what is their value right now in the raids uh, and outside of the raids it'd be pure pure luxury if you don't need okay. them for 3.4 and 3.5 then they're they're pure luxury okay. i think that they're going to be a decent crucible defense not uh, totally beatable of course totally beatable but i think that they're gonna soak up a lot of attacks so you're gonna have to hit them very hard to make them go away captain america blocking for 105 percent of the time which is just ridiculous you know it's kind of weird I, at first i was going over the stats and i was like that's funny captain america's health bar is the smallest of the team and then i was like oh he's blocking everything yeah, he, never he almost hit. always he never has defense <laughs> up like that he essentially has the largest health bar on the team because of the way the damage is coming into him so I think this team is going to soak up a lot of attacks in Crucible and be useful on defense. And of course, new stuff on defense always does well because people aren't certain how to beat it. Um, we're seeing the Death Seed on defense a lot. And as that team got big, we're seeing that mm. do really well. And there, and you know, I think as Pathfinder was telling us that, you know, you at, at the 1 million level, you need to be punching across with Infinity Watch for it to work. You don't want to start uh. be punching up anymore because it's such a good team. So I'm I'm curious. No one thought that the Death Seed team was going to do that well in Crucible. So, and everybody's like, "Oh, this team isn't going to do that great." And I'm like, "I don't know. That's a lot of blocking and a lot of healing and some pretty big stats on this team." All right. Well, I'm building up one of these characters right now, and that's Captain America because he's a Wave One Avenger for this Scourge mm -hmm. event. Uh, the rest of them. I'm holding. I'm trying to get as many red stars and gold stars in them as possible, and then holding off for right now. And uh, Winter Soldier's already built up because of the uh, yeah. the Omega Red requirement there. Now we talked about some of these events going on right now. This pretty friendly. This one that ended was also pretty friendly. If we look at this, this had some uh, milestone rewards. I got milestone 22, and I didn't. I did my war tax. I didn't spend a lot. Uh, 
War attacks, I didn't need to do 14 attacks. It wasn't that crazy. And Crucible, all I pretty much needed to do was win. How did you do on this? And did you do better than you thought you would just with grinding? No, I didn't. I didn't do as good as I wanted to do. I really okay. wanted those Dark Beast shards and I didn't get near it. I oh think my I, goodness, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Oh my gosh, I was Look, uh, I was one thousand points away from clearing milestone twenty four. That sucks. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! 1, points. Oh, uh, you could have spent twenty four. I was nowhere near dark beast. You could have so. spent a thousand more gold. Oh no, I couldn't have valley because I spent all my gold trying to get there. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. And remember, okay. you can open up those blitz orbs. I think it is. Yeah, the blitz orbs. They have like for every ten that you pop on in there, you get fifty thousand gold. And mm. a lot of us end up stacking up those blitz orbs because there there just isn't a you know the later players we don't have a lot of reason to open those. Yeah. So if no... you need gold for a gold spending event, that's one orb that you can hoard for these things. That's a good suggestion. I forgot about all about my blitz orbs because I don't really open them. Yeah, but, I yeah. forgot about it too, and I was like, oh wow. And I clicked the pop 10 and I was like 50,000 gold. And that's like the stand. You get like 48,000 every time you pop 10. Yeah. So, okay. That's, that's a good, that's a good one. I'm going to, I'm going to remember that next time I need that. Cause I got a lot of these uh, blitz orbs here. What do I have? Just out of curiosity. Oh my goodness. It's, it's not even all doing all this uh, stuff. Ups. I got 180 there. there I got go. 180 blitz orbs. Yeah. So that's a lot of gold <laughs> that I could get. Now, the other thing that we had as far as orbs was this tower orb associated with this tower event. Now, in my opinion, I think tower is a fun game mode. I like that grind, I like that chase, but you don't really get anything from it because this reward, this orb is pretty crap. You have some older characters here. I think all of them are farmable except for Valkyrie right now. At the time it was released, these were this was an awesome orb. Uh what are your what are your thoughts on tower mode itself and this this orb? What needs to be done to make it a little more appealing? Um the orbs were totally forgettable. I, uh, I opened mine and uh, I don't remember uh. what I got. There wasn't anything interesting in them. I remember opening them going, this is nothing. This is pointless. I enjoy tower mode. It's a fun game mode for me. It's frustrating when you haven't trained yourself how to exit a match and you accidentally drop down. I oh. think they need to work on that. They need to put something like, why do you just automatically drop down if you click the wrong button? That seems kind of, I don't know. Mm. I think it'd just be more fun if they just asked you, do you want to drop down or do you want to retry? Well, I, think, I think some people want to do that on purpose so they could climb up again and get more of these right. uh, raid orbs. So. Right, but they don't want to do it accidentally. Nobody Not accidentally. wants to accidentally no. do it. No, so that's no. the problem. Uh, so it, that that part bothers me, but I've trained myself to watch for it. I've trained myself, you know, rule number one, check the sim button. Do you want to be simming this floor or do you want to be doing it manual? Um, so, and then I, I climbed up to floor 94 and that's the other problem is, is floor 94 was a nightmare for a lot of people and a cakewalk for a lot of people simply because on their first try they got great rng the ability blocks landed the the stuns landed whatever and they were able to destroy that team you had to use a powerhouse to get through it yeah but if if you got the right rng you walked right through it and made it look simple and there were a lot of us that did not get through it did you did you get through it nope i did I, not i i tried it I, three times and i said forget this I didn't get through it. I attempted it zero times. It was the last day we got to 94 because I, I forgot a few days. So we got to 94 the last day. I'm like, yep, I'm, I don't have any teams anymore. I'm done. Uh, what what do you think would be needed to improve tower mode? Is it simply improving this orb or are there some other changes other than dropping down that you would uh, implement to improve that game mode? Well, I, I tend to like these 
I think climbing the tower to a very high level is more of a fun thing for people with massive rosters for the Krakens and things like that. Uh, I was watching Dorky Dad get to number one, and that was an exciting one to watch as he's jumping out of his seat. It was entertaining nice. content to watch. I got I to go back and watch that. I missed that. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's fun to climb the tower and do that challenging play. So I don't care about the rewards at the high end. What I would like to see is those people who are not able to climb the tower could maybe replay lower floors a lot to get more orbs and have useful stuff in those orbs so that, yeah, they're they're not having these amazing matches on floor 99 or something like that, but they are having fun popping a whole bunch of orbs that have some decent things coming out of them. And I think then, then they'd be like, okay, it was worth my time going over floor 63 uh, five or six different times to, to really max out my my benefit from from tower so the rewards weren't great i don't i'm not the guy to ask on how to fix rewards but we all know that the rewards were not the reason to play this game mode no it's, it's if you like this game mode you played it if you didn't like this game mode uh, and you didn't play it hey the, the good thing yeah. is you're not missing out on too much now most people just I'm, simmed through the the first couple of floors until they kind of hit the ceiling yeah. and then they're like i'm done yeah, and especially now that we have more teams, more save squads than it when it initially came out. One thing I've heard uh, suggested is making the damage cumulative. So on that floor, uh, 94, for example, if you go in, you have some bad RNG, your team dies, you don't lose the floor, but you and you also keep the damage, which means the next day you could go in with another team and mm -hmm. add more than 100 floors because obviously it's going to be you know easier to get right. To a higher right. rank without dropping ranks and all that stuff do you think that this would make it more fun or it, it same it's going to be fun then oh, and I, it's still fun I, now i think i think that sounds like a, a great improvement to this game mode and it's never going to happen because it requires too much work on scopely's part and if the if the rumors about an endless wave mode is true that's what they're working on right now they're not going to take time away from that they're going to just keep recycling tower with a few new changes to some of the floors as new characters come out and and that's going to be about it but yeah i think cumulative damage would be really cool there were some other suggestions i think on reddit that that they do some different things that could improve this game mode um they either need to do that to tower and, and then improve on some of these rewards or they need to make a really good new game mode that comes out and then not have so much of the stuff overlapping so that we're not destroying ourselves on screen time because um there's there's a lot of, i mean crucible matches are taking up a lot of my time tower took up so much of my time this <laughs> go around I was yeah. like, I was like climbing the floors and both me and my wife were sitting in bed playing tower and like, whoa, we're finally done. And then we check in our <laughs> mailbox and there's the extra energy and we're like, oh, we got to go back in and clear that too. <laughs> and it was just like, we're so done playing Marvel Strike Force because it's just so much screen time. So they got to make sure that these events don't overlap so much, that they're fun and that people enjoy them or they at least have a very good reason to invest that kind of screen time. Yeah, I, 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 there's a couple different changes. That I hope they make something, either to the orb, the game mode, or both. I think that would be mm -hmm. ideal. And then yeah, and the, the cumulative would allow them to climb higher so that smaller rosters could get a little further and get yeah. more of the rewards. But honestly, the rewards aren't that great no matter what floor you land on. No, nah, they would have to make some wholesale changes, but I I, I do like the framework of of the this entirety. All right, according to Salt, I didn't notice that this got updated. Did you notice that uh, some of these got updated? Some big uh, challenges. I, I heard they got worse, and and then uh, they got a little bit better. Yeah, so it's it's been at this 
milestone for uh, spin on these numbers for a while you know they were very very easy when we first got them then it got a little worse then they were in the, the state that we're in for a while and then it got slightly better so if we go into the game right now we see the milestone 20 is 140,000 that used to be 141,000 he still only be 100 way back in the day though so it's it's not as good as it used to be milestone 19 also got uh downgraded so instead of having needing 122,000 points now it needs 100,000 points and milestone 18 was 103,000 now it's 82,000 uh, do you think that this is enough to make a lot of these alliances that aren't full, that aren't having that full participation? Is that enough to give them all the rewards or do you think more changes are needed? Do you think it should be reverted all the way back to where it was in day one? Um, I'm not I'm not happy with coordinated assault. I don't like any of these game modes that so heavily rely on 24 members of your alliance to do yeah. everything they need to do. Yeah. It's too tight. I think maybe they were trying to throw us a bone here by dialing it back a little bit and making it easier. Like, okay, uh, 22,000 difference in, in milestone 19. That's something. 1,000 yeah. difference in milestone <laughs> 20. Who cares? That's That's nothing. <laughs> Like if I was if I was short one thousand, I'm just gonna whip out the cores for my alliance and get us there. But it's just so I don't think that the twenty that it's they didn't do the right thing here. What they need to do is is take a real look at the pressure that they're putting on alliances to perform. Yeah. Uh, I mean, think about the, the raid keys. Have you ever been, you log in at the game when your alliance has said, hey, you know, we start raids at this time of the day or whatever. So you log in and you're waiting for raids to start and you're short 100 keys and Ugh. you're waiting for somebody else to show up and do that and no one can do it. Like, mm. why not let every player be able to get a few more keys? So, because. Uh, I would go back in and spend some energy. You know I would use some of the energy saved in my mailbox and go get some more keys for us. I like where you're going. I want to go even further. Get rid of the keys. Screw the keys. Make it, make it make it the auto refresh that people were stuff. Keys, I think, were necessary back in the day, but when raids were like the only thing, raids and blitz right. were the only thing they could do in the game. But now there's so much other stuff to do. Let's let's right. let's take a worry away. Screw the true the keys. Let's let's. I, I want it even yeah. further. I want it even further than that run seven. <laughs> But the, with coordinated assault, what I would like this so coordinated assault runs. I, I was told it's twice a week. This is something I I very rarely pay attention to. Twice, runs, twice, a, twice, a, twice a month. Twice a month. Twice, twice a month. month. Yeah. They need to dial it back by half. Mm. So if they're doing it twice a month, it needs to be once a month because I need to be able to skip refreshing fifties on ISO energy once in a while and save up some cores. I need to be able to skip refreshing the fifties on regular campaign energy once in a while to save up on cores. I'm a free to play player now. I can't just go to the store and drop a hundred on a, on a bunch of cores now so i need to be very careful and this keeps coming and it's like i can't catch my breath yeah i believe it was easier to do back in the day and it was only one time a month now it's two times a month and right. we're getting half the rewards on each time so yeah bring it back to once a month lower the difficulty and double the rewards instead of having it two times a month i do like all this iso 8 energy so i don't want that to go away so if they're going to bring it back to right, once a yeah. month yeah if, if double, double, double the rewards You've got to put those rewards back into the playhouse, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, ah, oh, I thought that only once a month, and people are like, oh, but where's all our ISO 8 uh, ions that we want? <laughs> all right, 
we got another good thing that happened and i and dazzler is in the war store right now uh it may not be in your war store i, I haven't seen her yet but chat this morning said that they have seen her in their war store is she in your war store just out of yes, curiosity i i farmed her just before we started recording this. Oh, I went into the war nice, store nice, and looked, nice and she was in there along with 800 other characters in the war store oh, so i gosh. was incredibly lucky that she appeared in one of those tiles they really need to drop in six more character tiles because those just don't those just don't ever come around enough we got too many characters in there but run they remove one every time they add one don't they or did uh, they stop doing that sure doesn't feel like it <laughs> sure doesn't feel like it <laughs> and uh, when are we gonna get a war orb right shouldn't we shouldn't we have got dazzler in like a war orb so we could spend a ridiculous amount of war currency well, it's, it's gonna be chance of getting her it's in gonna that? be before the 2023 first blog post because that was announced in the in the second 2022 blog post, which came out, what, October, November? So right. they, they have some time to do that. I was hoping it would come into this update, but they didn't mention that in the update notes. But yeah, Dazzler is in there. She's a great character. She's a horseman character. You're going to need her. So uh, good stuff there. Last but not least, MODOK. Is MODOK coming to Marvel Strike Force is the big question. As we see the screenshot from the Ant-Man and Wasp trailer, Quantumania here, we see MODOK in the background there. Uh, did you watch this trailer? Yeah, I watched it. I think it looks great with the uh, inception of Kang. This movie looks like one I will go see in theaters. I was on the fence about it, and this latest trailer really got me excited. Uh, it just looks like a lot of fun. So I'm going to go check it out. Yeah, we, we were going to see it anyway because family loves the Marvel movies, so we always go see those in the theaters. But uh, I was like, yeah, this this one that we'll see. After this trailer, though, I was like, oh my goodness, I need to see this. They gave away some of the plot, like we, you, know, like you talked about earlier we just, that uh, before we started recording, but I'm hyped now. I, I like that they gave away the plot. You know, the the, the stuff, that, the reaction that I saw from Scott in this, the emotion that I saw, he's not just a funny man. He's like, look at it. Look at the angst on his face. Look at Kang there. He looks- I like how they, I is, like how they awesome. got Kang's face blue, how they were able to make his face blue and everything. Like it's, I mean, that just looks amazing to me. So I'm real excited. I'm, I'm mostly, I'm excited about Kang and, and what he's going to bring into the Marvel universe. If they're going to be bringing him to Marvel Strike Force in the future, I don't know. Um, of course, the big to. question they is- Ever since you teased us by saying, hey, look, MODOK's in this trailer, and I got all excited about it, everybody's been wondering, okay, is MODOK going to come to Marvel Strike Force? And a lot of people are saying they don't have the capabilities to make that body texture, that, that skin in Marvel Strike Force. And I say to them, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. That is completely different from any other character in Marvel Strike Force as far as the, the skin goes. And I'm thinking if they can put a little rocket floating around in there with his jetpack, why can't they put that fat little head with his little wiggly arms and legs? Well, there was rumors back in 2020 that he was coming to the game, which is why some content creators were saying, build your aim, build your aim. He never came. So I'm wondering mm -hmm. if the reason he didn't come was because they knew he was gonna be in this movie and they were holding him off for now. The, the, there's word that his ki he's already done, his model's already done, his kid is already done. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, it would make sense to have him come to the game. What is your opinion? Do you think Modok, Kang are coming to the game? And if so, are they coming in ties to this movie? What, what are you, what are you uh, thinking as far as timing of this? I mean, every time some new TV show or Marvel movie comes out, everybody gets excited for the characters that are in that piece of material. So I think there's an even chance that he could come out. We have had MODOK rumors since the dawn of time, it feels yeah. like. 
they got rehashed during the minion debacle because it was like, do we build our aim team? Does this mean Modoc's coming? Now we've got Masters of Evil. On I mean, he's around the corner now. Uh, he, the timing, he, the timing would fit of that Masters of Evil that you mentioned. Right, a, a tech Masters of Evil character makes for a lot of things that could really go. What about the next Crucible around the corner? What if there's some sort of throwout to Masters of Evil or tech characters or tech Masters of Evil characters? I mean, the Ultron bots got the Masters of Evil tag. I think there's a lot of things that could go into this. I think this is a very hyped character. I think that the AIM team, especially the actual Graviton and Scientist Supreme, uh, they could definitely use some, some help. I don't care if they work the minions into it. I hope they don't. But I would like to see Masters of Evil synergy, and I would like to see synergy with some of the members of the AIM team. Oh, I would like that. I, I didn't even think double. I, I was thinking more I mean, Masters of Evil, but if he gets AIM and Masters of Evil, that would be awesome. Well, we I mean, teams. we got Rebirth and Symbiotes with Agent Phantom, and that's not really doing the Symbiotes any I, favors, I guess, okay, he'll have the AIM I'd tag, still, but AIM I'd rolled, still yeah, like okay. him to throw the tags out there. That would be at least something, you know, and of course you have a seven red star monstrosity, right? So you're uh, probably hoping he comes and helps out those minions a little bit. I'm hoping. I don't think it's going to happen, though. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Kang? Do you think he's going to be something tied to this movie, or... Is he something more like people are expecting? Is he the main bad guy of this phase five that's coming up? And will he be the next apocalypse? Will he be 2023's apocalypse? I guess apocalypse is not even in 2022. So will he be 2024's apocalypse? So my hope is that um, Ant-Man defeats Kang in a very embarrassing way to Kang and just disrupts his plans altogether. And then Kang says, I'm going to come back with a vengeance. And this movie is actually just a tease for Kang the Conqueror, because I think Kang the Conqueror is an amazing Marvel character. I'm super excited for him. I love the casting that they did with him. He's amazing to watch from the, the Loki TV series. I was very excited then. Yeah. I'm even more excited now with Ant-Man. So, I mean, I've never been a big fan of Ant-Man and Wasp, but the Kang the Conqueror in this movie is great, so I'm really looking forward to it. I hope that he does eventually become the big bad, as we like to say here, but he's definitely not coming anytime soon, so that's why I'm hoping that this movie is kind of a tease for him. Okay. And that later he comes back in like a big epic kind of Avengers style series, like a three piece that where he's kind of the, the new Thanos, kind of replace how Thanos was in the whole Infinity War and stuff. That's kind of what I'm hoping for, because I would like to see him come to Marvel Strike Force, and it's too soon for him to make his entrance. Yeah, I mean, that's where a lot of theories are ending, right? Uh, he's he's the main bad guy of the, this next few phases of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What it means for Marvel Strike Force, your guess is as good as mine, guys. Uh, let me know in the comments what you think this means for Marvel Strike Force. Kang, MODOK. Will will the will the gamma uh, the quantum team get a rework? You know, the, uh, is that the right name? The one with Ant Man and Wasp? Is that the quantum quantum, quantum team? Yeah. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if that was the right. I, name. I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me names, man. I make stuff up as they, I go. The, the team that has Ghost and Ant Man and Stature and all that. Yeah, that team. Maybe they'll get a rework or something. All right, we'll we'll see what happens. Anything else that you want to discuss? Get out of your chest or promote uh, Run Seven before we get out of here. 
Um, some people have been stealing the recap from me, and I'm very frustrated with it. So you should probably go check them out and and see them because uh, uh, I got my I got my eye on Purple Sticky and Pathfinder uh -oh. going out there trying to steal my recap from me. Uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> we don't want any drama, no drama and stuff. All love. All right, though. I appreciate that you're available last minute, brother. You save me. I'm sure the Valley Club com uh, appreciates us having this conversation instead of just me talking. So thank you, brother. Thanks, man. <laughs> That's great. I love on. coming on here. I, I love you on as well. The, the the Valley Club loves you as well. I see the comments. They they love oh, you. Oh, I man. love the Valley Club. Those guys <laughs> they are love great. You. They love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Uh, links to his channel can be down below, guys. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, his YouTube channel, his Twitch channel does some awesome content. Very, very well spoken. I think that's that's my favorite thing about you. The way you say stuff and you're very eloquent. So I love that. All right, guys. Uh, have a great one. Check me out on social media if you haven't already. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, give it a great review on what are you uh, listening to. Uh, if you haven't, uh, what did I say? All right, uh, all right, let me do that one more time. That's it, guys. If you haven't already subscribed, hit that subscribe button for more great Marvel Strike Force content. If you haven't checked me out on social media, check me out on social media. If you are into Marvel Snap, make sure you check out my Valley Snap channel. The link will be down below. And of course, make sure you check out Run 7. Have a great one, guys. Run, are you ready for this fist pump? Always. All right, here we go. Valley Flying Run 7 out. Have a great one, guys. <laughs>